Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon, and it is now time for Inside the Eye Live Prime Time. Hey, fetch. Hey, fetch. Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Hey, fetch. Did that woman really say you have garnets of steel and a mind like a freaking laser? Mary, you can't be asking questions like that. This is Inside the Eye Live Primetime. Why not? Aren't we broadcasting from the Middle East? Well, yeah, but we might be seen as being politically incorrect. You know, the problem is everybody dumps people when there's a, like a sign of a political incorrectness. Etan, you're always politically correct. Heck, thanks. Does, does that mean we can talk about dumping the Israelis tomorrow? Oh, I'm sure you will probably say quite a bit more than that. And now coming to you live from somewhere in the <laughs> Middle East, this is Inside the Eye Live Primetime with your host, The Fetch. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much for that, Mary. Uh, coming to you again live, uh, again from Jeddah tonight. And I'm, I'm like... Everything was working fine, and now it's not working. Oh, good afternoon, everybody. Um, I'm going to try something real quick here. Why is nothing working? You know, I've, I'm in Jeddah, everybody. First of all, first, I'm not in Riyadh. I'm not at my normal base here. I'm in Jeddah, so that means I'm working on some alternate gear here. And I, I just 45 minutes setting everything up technically. And I see that I'm actually not recording. Why am I not recording, guys? You were recording just a second ago. Um, but it's not recording. Let me try to reset this puppy here. Restart the audio engine. Uh, let's see. And then I'm going to try to record again. Nothing is working. I hope I'm even going out. I don't even know if I'm going out. I don't see that I'm actually going out right now. I hope I'm going out. Guys, I'm not sure I'm actually even going out. Let me go to the chat room and check. I actually don't even see myself going out. It was working literally just a few minutes ago. Inside the eye live forward slash web. No, I don't want that one. Live chat. Man, I'll tell you, it was honestly working just a second ago. Um, I'm just checking in real fast, guys. Okay. Guys, are we live uh, in the chat room? Are, are we live? I have no, I have no clue. I don't see anything going out over my monitors. Um, okay, we are live. They say we're live, but I tell you what, all of my monitors here are dead. Don't ask me why. I have no clue. Oh, that's bad news. That's really bad news. That means we're not recording, guys. Um, at this stage, we're actually not recording. So I'm gonna have to. Uh, this will be a little bit delayed. It's not, it was recording seriously just before I came live. I disconnected something, reconnected, and there you have it. Anyways, guys, I'm out in Jeddah. I'm in the western side of Saudi Arabia, right on the the dead sea, the Red Sea, I should say. And a nice day today, to say the least. It was very very nice. Um, 88 degrees, something like that. Humid. I, I brought my my business suit, but uh, once I decided 
uh, to head to my meetings this morning. I decided it's too hot for the jacket, man. So I just went in my normal suit and not my suit, but my dress, my dress shirt and a, a nice tie and uh, did the meetings today. But it's been a nice day. Got things done. I uh, was out actually along the ocean, took a nice dinner out at a French restaurant. Uh, paid too much, but it wasn't so bad. You know, it wasn't so bad, but it's right on the ocean. They had waves crashing along the rocks. And I'll tell you what, after being in Riyadh for quite some time, that was pretty nice to have happen to you. So that I enjoyed that part of the trip, but it's been a good trip. Uh, I'm going to be here. I actually stayed the extra night. I'm actually paying for the hotel room uh, one extra night just to make sure I could get this show in today. And lo and behold, nothing's working. It's like, whatever. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to try again during the break to fix everything because everything is dead uh, on my monitor side. It was working, honestly, perfect just before the show started. I disconnected something, and then something never got reconnected. I'm very frustrated. Not all that frustrated, but I am frustrated. That's Why did that happen? Anyways, uh, let's see. 88 degrees today. It's about 74 now at just after 2 o'clock in the morning. Nice breeze coming in off of the ocean. It makes for a very nice night. Uh, actually, I, I kind of enjoyed it, man. Uh, getting by the fresh air, having the waves crashing on the rocks and breathing in the lower ions kind of gets you going. I kind of, it's not like majestic like you might have in America by any stretch of the imagination, but just to be by the ocean again after being in the middle of the desert for so long, it's just made for a very nice day. Again, I'll be flying back tomorrow to Riyadh. Uh, I'm literally staying the night just to get the show in. And then I'll be packing up and getting out of here tomorrow. I had a choice. I could take the flight home tonight. But if I did the flight home tonight, it would have been impossible to do the show. So dedication, everybody, again. So coming to you out from the the city of Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. Um, Anyways, it's been a good week for us here. But uh, obviously, a lot of stress, a lot of talk about what's going on in America today. Uh, you know, is kind of a political slash type of meeting, and uh, tell you big, big question marks about what's going on in the United States. Big question marks about the vaccine that they're distributing. In fact, one of the first things that they were talking to me about in the morning was, "What about the vaccine?" And in Arabic, I could see the story in Arabic. They were talking about the six deaths coming out of the Pfizer trials. Uh, basically, these mass murdering op. I don't, it looks like it's going to be a mass murder type operation by Pfizer. Pfizer, of course, is a Jewish company, which I was sure to make sure everybody understood about. And so it looks like Jews are getting their great reset, at least as of now. Trump is doing everything he can to push the vaccines. Uh, people are saying, no, that's not it. No, he's pushing the vaccines, which means that Trump is really pushing mass murder on the American people. Ninety percent of the people coming out of the U.K. Uh, survey just today are against the vaccines. They've already started poisoning people in the U.K. Uh, again, we are looking at a situation, guys, where the medical cartel syndicate, is completely out of control. They have declared war on humanity, and I don't see how anyone can see other otherwise. It's just a war on humanity uh, because of the way they are doing it. These are crimes against humanity. And as you know, in the Nuremberg trials, crimes against humanity, the uh, being guilty, you were hung. 
and perhaps that is going to have to happen here uh, moving forward because the crimes that are now being committed by the medical mafia conglomerate, this global conglomerate, is absolutely unconscionable. There were some reports coming out this week of, um, man, I don't have my monitors. Why? Oh, wait, that might be why. Let's see. Does that work now? No, that's not working either. Why, 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 why? Are my monitors not working? That's frustrating as heck, guys. Seriously, it's frustrating because I try to run a decent show here, and it's nice to have technology to help you out. Uh, anyways, uh, there were some reports coming out. If you're, you know, if you're like me, you need to travel. Uh, airlines, mainly Asian airlines, and again, I don't have a whole lot of respect for the Asian mentality. The Asian mentality—they are not generally leaders. They're not generally uh, innovators. They're not somebody who can think without being told what to do sometimes. So you have an airline coming out of Cebu in the Philippines that says you are not going to be on his airplanes unless you get basically poisoned by vaccines. You have Air Asia, which is a major airline, I believe, out of either Taiwan or Hong Kong, I believe. I believe it might be Taiwan, but Air Asia, big carrier out of uh, also Asia, saying the same thing. You're not going to get on our airplanes unless you have a, uh, unless you get, unless you get, you know, play Russian roulette with the vaccine companies. And we've had, of course, the Qantas people, uh, which is a state carrier of Australia, say exactly the same thing. So apparently, as, and, and we were talking about this today here in Jeddah regarding these issues. And it's like, what are we going to do? I said, well, we're going to shut down air travel. Uh, we're not going to go out there and have ourselves poisoned just to appease vaccine psychopaths. I mean, nobody wants to get themselves stuck up with all these needles. You could have long-term health effects for what? One airplane flight? Are you really willing to risk your entire life to get these whacked out, insane criminals in the medical industry poisoning everybody? And I'll tell you what, the medical establishments, they're going all in within the government industry areas. And, and, and I asked the guys, why? Seriously, we're, we're having a big discussion on this. I say, why? I said, even your government's involved, guys. I said, why are they doing it? It says, well, personally, we think government's stupid. I said, yeah, I won't doubt that. Seriously, I don't doubt that. You got a lot of these people who are stupid, uh, who don't understand basic research, basic common sense. And they will just go along for the ride. And again, relatively speaking, Saudi has been a pretty good place to get through this. They've done everything they can to keep people employed. They've done everything they can to keep people, quote unquote, safe. They've been very good to their guests, of which I am one, to be honest with you. So they have done a, I would have to say, a pretty bang up job. There's the, the rumors are that the vaccines just landed here in Saudi Arabia this morning. And uh, I said, well, so what are they planning to do with these things? And they said, look, we don't know. I'm, I mean, obviously, we don't know. But we suspect that the government here is going to tell people, look, they're here. If you want them, go ahead. But there's not going to be anything mandatory. Now, don't bank on that. Uh, again, governments around the world are trying to kill off their people. And, and then you have to ask yourself, should the people start to declare war on the doctors, on the nurses, 
on those who are engaging in trying to poison them and kill them. What type, seriously, what type of idiot do you have to be? What, again, what type of idiot do you have to be to take something that has a 99.92% survival rate and you're going to go try to kill people by playing Russian roulette with a vaccine where you have a quote unquote, quote unquote, now 90% plus a 90% success rate, which means you got, but you got all these damage, all these potential downside risks, massive risks for something that's got a 99.9% survival rate. Again, where in clown world do medical people actually have a, it's frustrating how they are pushing this and they're already looking to start killing people in the UK. I mean, they're not even waiting. Guys, they are pushing this as fast and as rapidly as possible. And Trump is, from all indications, in on the game. You always hope he's smarter than that. You know, you would think so. They asked him recently, why have you ever taken the flu shot? He said, no, I don't believe in putting uh, harmful things in my body. Well, obviously, I wonder if he says the same thing about his big COVID scam here that he seems to be so heavily involved in when it comes to the vaccines. But I'm learning now Pfizer is a Jewish company. So, okay, makes sense. Jews are probably going to protect their own, not kill themselves, but they're going to go start killing off the goy. And uh, I don't know. It's just kind of maddening listening to what's going on out there. You know, all these airlines that are basically saying they decide for you and your what you're going to do to your body. Again, the insanity we have. We have a major red alert problem here on planet Earth without any doubt. And then you go to the elections in America. (laughs) People are going looking at me like Dennis. I'm like, don't even talk about it, man. Every day they're asking me, what's going on with the election? What's going on with the election? And here's the thing to all my American compatriots out there. You have no idea at this stage how much the world is counting on you, the American people, to maintain the freedom of the United States. You really can't appreciate it until you get outside the country And you talk to people in very senior or elite positions and they say, look, Dennis, if your country cannot survive what is happening to your country, when it's so obvious that this is an attempted coup d'etat, if you are unable to save your own country from this coup d'etat, what do you think the rest of us in the world are going to do? Do you think we're going to be more powerful? than you guys in your own country? They're, tell, they're, they're actually saying this straight up. And I know uh, Ronald Reagan basically said the same thing. We are looking at a situation now where the last, the last stand is the United States. And actually people, even in Saudi Arabia, you guys think Saudis are your enemies probably. I don't know, but they're not. A lot of them love, the, in fact, one of the guys I met today was out in Los Angeles recently. They, they're not, they, they like, they love the American people more than you realize. Hey, we're good people, guys. What do you think? You're not a good person out there? You, of course, you, a lot of you are very good people. So why would people not like you? But they're saying something to the effect that, hey, you know what? If, if America falls, what do you think we can do about it? You think we can stand up to it? If the United States, with all of its capability, can't even stand up to it themselves, 
Of course, I tell them things like, you know, the Americans have delivered. You know, they they went out and the American people did their job. At the end of the day, what can the American people do initially? They can only get out to the polls and they can vote. That's how the system works. And they did just that. They went out, they voted, and they came out in record numbers, some 80 million people. It's not 71, it's 80 million. Joseph Biden maybe got 16 and a half million people. I said, guys, this guy, he won, what, 477 counties? I said, within these 477 counties, there ain't even probably 80 million registered voters in these counties. And that's all he won. And are you telling me he got more votes than Hillary Clinton? More votes than Barack Hussein Obama? Or Barry, as he's really, his real name is? Some transgender freakazoid CIA guy that got installed into power? Through us, the same election fraud that we're dealing with today. So, folks, to, to my American friends and compatriots out there, the real issue right now is you just have no clue, honestly. The the extreme um, wish, desire for the United States to overthrow this attempted coup d'état. They are, people aren't, they, they just, because they understand, if America, and they say it here, if we, the people, because everybody is part of this greater extended human society on this planet of ours, said if we, that's coming from Saudis, mind you, if we lose America, we're going to lose everything, Dennis. I said, yeah, I know that. It's out of my hands, guys. I do my best. I get on the air only twice a week. I say what I have to say. I give what I can. I, I've been doing this, guys, for 10 years. And I'm staying another night here just to do it again. Just to try to keep people a little bit positive and fighting through this. And, folks, I'm not the only guy. There's a lot. You're about 80, 80 million people. And here's the thing that Americans, I want everybody to understand. When you have 80 million people. We used to say, we used to say that we were behind enemy lines. We were behind enemy lines. In certain areas, we were behind enemy lines. And in some areas, that may actually be true. But with 80 million people and some 2,000, I don't know, 600 some odd counties, and it's probably more than that, one by, you could call them the patriots, but by the American people. And we could really classify the American people by those who did vote for Trump. Whether you like Trump or not, you were, they, these people believe in the United States, and I don't think you can take that away from them. Well, the truth of the matter is the health officials are behind enemy lines right now. All of these various counties and supervisors and mayors who are working on behalf of overthrowing the United States of America on behalf of Jewish globalist power backed by China, apparently, from what we're learning this major backing by China, they are behind enemy lines, not you. They are working and operating behind enemy lines. When you look at what's going on in the state of Georgia with Kemp and Raffensberger and all these other clowns that are clearly, clearly engaged in the attempted overthrow of the United States. They are operating behind enemy lines. 
They are operating behind enemy lines. And we have already seen some soft dates drop by. December 8th is dropped by. December 14th, which is just going to be next week, with the Electoral College is going to be dropping by. Where they're going to miss that. The only drop-dead date you have in here is January 22nd. That is when the President of the United States must, must vacate that office. That's a hard date. And you should expect that Trump would actually do that. Uh, I would. I don't know what is going on as far as the the deep ops stuff. You know, we hear so many two sides of everything. Don't worry. Trust the plan, right? The uh, Patriots are going to win. Biden's under arrest. He's got a boot on. People actually do believe that here, by the way. They don't know any more than you and I do, but they believe it. They've seen the same pictures I have. A boot on one foot, then a boot on the next foot. It's like, okay, how did it go from the right foot to the left foot to the right foot? So they believe Biden is under arrest. We've had Swalwell, the supremely anti-gun, whacked out nut job in California, getting sanctioned today. I believe he's been removed from a bunch of posts. And now he has essentially been shown to be in bed with Chinese spies. We have had Diane Feinstein, who for years, 20 years, her driver was essentially a Chinese spy. We have had a new video come out of China. Maybe most of you have heard it. Maybe some of you have not. Where we have a guy stating basically a Chinese, uh, let's just call him a professor, somebody in the university system that says, you know what? We have been controlling America for the last 20, 30 years through our Jewish friends in Wall Street, through with our Jewish friends in high places of power. In Washington. And it's funny how that translation, there seems to be two translations floating out there. And I've got to get the right one somehow. If I can get the original video, full video would be nice. Where it's either A, you had Tucker Carlson running this tape and they conveniently left off the Jewish part of it. Or they edited it out, whatever the case may be, right? But the case, but the truth is, is that China and Jewish elites in Washington, D.C. And we've been saying this all along. This isn't like it's news. They are the ones behind this attempted coup d'etat against the United States. It has always been the Jewish element inside of America that has been treasonous to the American people. The Jews are not producers. They are parasites. Understand very clear what is happening here. The Jewish people by and large, are not producers, they're parasites. They despise you as a European heritage people. They despise the other races even more than they despise us white people, only because they have an utter contempt for you, simply because as Mexicans and blacks and Asians, you don't have a freaking clue what the hell these Jews are about. So they just they just use you. You're just too stupid to them. You're just a useful idiot. And so many people in these various communities are willing to be al- go along for the ride and be the useful idiot. They don't have a clue. They hate the white person the most, but they have utter loathing and contempt for these other races. And the other races, they play along for the, the ride. So, folks, we have a huge problem, as they used to say in, The old days, Houston, we have a problem. 
It seems like Jack Kemp, the governor of Georgia, is also clearly in bed with the Chinese. It appears Raffensperger may indeed equally be in bed with the Chinese. The fact that they continue to try to throw the election in Georgia, maybe their purpose was always simply to ensure that Georgia disappeared and went over into the coup d'etat camp. And now that they have done their job, whether their political careers are over, is irrelevant because they're going to win. They're going to get their money. They're going to get other jobs down the road. And nobody cares because they did their job. Then I heard something very interesting. The FBI is looking at I don't know which county it was. Was it Michigan? Not county, but state Michigan. Was it uh, maybe? Well, it's obviously one of the big ones. Pennsylvania, I don't know the state, guys, but apparently the FBI is on the job. They are tracing something like 500,000 fake ballots. And I thought to myself, you know, and if any of you in the FBI is is listening, don't mind us. Screw you guys. Seriously, as as an intelligence unit, screw you guys. You've shown us you don't give a damn about the American people. The FBI doesn't give a damn about the United States of America. You want to talk about an additional parasitic institution? Look no further than the FBI. They have done nothing. It is their job. It is their job to prevent these types of insurgencies against the United States. That's their primary job. Okay, they are the intelligence network for the United States domestic shores. And where have they been? This all went down under their watch. You want to talk about a bunch of useless, garbage, institutional morons? Look at the FBI. And now we're hearing, oh, there's 500,000. You guys are tracking it just now. And you know what? Our experience with the FBI is very, very simple. They don't give a damn about actually anything but what? Mr. Fix-It Cover-Up. We should do a little jingle for them. We are the FBI and we're going to fix it up tomorrow. I don't know. we got to come up with a jingle for them. Just institutionalize their treason American people. Well, this is a fetch from Jeddah tonight. Uh, back with more right after this. Okay, everybody. I think we're back. I believe we're back. I'm not sure we're back. I have no clue. Again, I have no monitoring going on here. Uh, But, 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 why is nothing working, guys? Seriously. Why is nothing working? Okay. Basically, I don't know what it is. It seems like nothing works in Windows 10. I'm using a Windows 10 machine, everybody. And it looks like nothing is working in Windows 10. Uh, Windows, Microsoft sucks, man. I swear, I've been using Microsoft products all week this week, and um, it just sucks. Microsoft is, you know, what I really think it is, too, and we Americans have to think very seriously about this. I heard last week, I didn't bring it up too much, but I heard Facebook is being sued by the Justice Department for essentially bringing in a bunch of Indian laborers to handle coding and all this stuff. And I'll be honest, it's an inferior product, folks. All of these people are putting out inferior products, costing American workers tons of revenue and wages, uh, also in lost productivity, share share values, etc. I mean, after all, let's hire a bunch of Indians, right? And code them, let them become our coders to the American people, and they create uh, 
uh, aircraft, the 737 Max that flies straight into the ground. Yeah, that's a, that's that's diversity for you folks. That's diversity. Anyways, I think right now we are actually. I know I sound racist, right? I don't give a damn. Quite frankly, it's garbage products. I mean, garbage, garbage. Do you understand? I don't know. I don't speak Hindu, but do you understand? You guys are putting out garbage product, okay? We don't need you to come to our country to produce garbage, all right? We expect excellence, and we're not getting it, okay? We're not getting it, and a lot of our people don't have jobs because of what? You give us garbage? Another thing I heard, too, is I heard that Indians are, in America, kind of one of the most unethical people out there. I'm not sure that's actually the case, but uh, they seem to be very, very unethical, and uh a lot of stuff coming out about them. They're definitely diehard Democrats, which means they're part of the coup d'etat against the American people. So anyways, I don't know if any of this is true, uh, quite frankly. I know a lot of very nice Indian people, by the way. I, I deal with them all the time here in Saudi Arabia. And uh, a lot of them are quite nice people. But uh, those in America, there's something wrong with their brains, man. Bunch of idiots, Okay. Some of the stuff they have done on behalf and for Twitter to silence Americans in our own country. I'll tell you what. You want to talk about being an enemy of the American people? You come into our country and you basically create systems that shut down us Americans' ability to talk? That you got a problem. Again, this is – we have a super big red bleep, bleep, bleeping – not bleeping, blinking light here going on inside of the United States right now. And the world is literally on the edge of their seats at least those that have a clue that are going on as to just what is going to happen. Okay, I think I've got some of this working. Uh, I Don't ask me why, but I have to, like, reset everything. It was working. i got to reset everything again, even though it's already set. It's like, how stupid is that? I'll tell you, man. I'm, like, I'm getting frustrated here, but it looks like everything is working okay right now, at least some of it. I see we're recording. We're going out. Uh, that's okay. I actually had to turn everything off, return it back on, literally everything. It's like, well, how stupid is that? It's already set, guys. You want me to reset everything just before I start everything? Every time? I feel like I'm flying an airplane here. Anyways, welcome to broadcasting on the road. It's nice to have your equipment that you know is like burned in. It works solid. Everything is great. But I do hear that somebody uh, has recorded the first half hour so we'll try to pick that up after the show and piece this together and get this out to you all right it's listener sponsored and supported radio it does rely upon your donations to help keep the network alive up and running and without your donations folks nothing like this is going to happen guys we're actually much more dedicated than you realize seriously today i'm not even joking paying for an extra night just to get the show in Seriously, just to get the show in, I'm actually staying in the hotel because the only other choice I had was to finish everything up by about 7.30 tonight, which I did. And then I was going to do what? I was going to have to board a flight about 9.15 or like 10.20, something like that, to fly back into Riyadh. I would have arrived. If I came in at 9.15, I couldn't have done 9.15. I would have been too late. And let's see, I would have arrived something like 1240 in the morning, something like that. I, it's difficult to get home and do a show by two o'clock. It probably could have been done. Uh, 
but I would have been dead. I just would have been dead. It's like, I don't want to do that, guys. I, I don't mind working hard for you, but I ain't going to work that hard. So, folks, uh, it does cost money. That's the point. We do our best to put on uh, every week a, a good effort for you. So anytime you can support these efforts, again, we really appreciate it. That goes for the network, uh, freedomslips.com, Revolution Radio, Inside the Eye Live, the Fetch It Inside the Eye Live.com. All these things help. And we do really, really appreciate your support. Uh, the Itel Cat Report, uh, I got nothing to report on it. You know, I talked to Emily today. I said, Emily, you know, you haven't done talking about my cat. She's busy. Quite frankly, everything is going great for her. I'll tell you, I don't know if I talked to you about this stuff. I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. I, I, maybe I'll bring this story up about the Philippines. I, I, did I tell you guys about the assassination in, in our hometown? I don't know, guys. I'm, I don't recall. I don't want to repeat stories if you heard the stories, but I got a new story coming out of the Philippines. The mayor of the town in which we have our place was assassinated this past week or so. And I don't ask me how, but I, like Emily's got pictures and like, like really sensitive pictures and stuff. I'm like, how the heck did you get these, man? Well, she's part of a civil defense group. And so she is called up for duty, essentially, when things like this do happen. So apparently she was called up. She got some pictures. She was helping organize the parade route for the funeral. Uh, so she was heavily involved in, in that. But basically, the mayor of our town was assassinated this past week. I mean, it looked terrible. I saw the pictures myself, personally. And I asked her, well, why did they assassinate the guy? And she just says, one word politics i'm like okay yeah that's why we want to stay out of politics for the most part we like to know who they are and we like to talk to them we deal with them where we can but we want to stay out of politics it's a dirty game uh, but we have to be involved in politics uh, our business my business requires to have extensive knowledge of geopolitics internal politics external politics this is my job you guys don't know what i do but Part of what I do, part of what I do, requires me to have an extensive knowledge on things geopolitically driven. Uh, it's expected of me. By the, It's actually expected. So I don't get involved in the politics, but we have to know. But in America, you know, we have a situation where we don't have any choice but to be involved in the politics. Everybody needs to be involved out on the streets, uh, talking to the health directors. We need to route the health directors, folks. We need them out. We need them shut down. We need the PCR testing system shut down. The PCR testing system, the more we learn about this whole thing, it's a complete scam. It's a fraud. The entire COVID system is being built on a fraud. Recently, just this week, uh, some lady, I don't have her name. Oh, let me see if I can pull up some stories here. I've, I just got behind the mic just three minutes before the show started, folks. So excuse me a little bit while I rant a bit. Um, but anyways, uh, you have uh, this lady uh, warning people about how dangerous some of these vaccines are. She was found dead just a day or two ago. Uh, her her little infant, you know, basically toddler was by her side. What a terrible thing. But that's how disgusting these Jewish people are in a, in a way. And you don't have to say they're Jewish. It's okay. But the Jewish people run the pharmaceutical industry, guys. They run the politics. They run 
the NSA, they have so much access to all this information out there that allows them to basically be a shadow government in our midst. And they are playing that part. And you don't have to believe me. I really don't care. I just don't care. It's the truth. You know, if you don't like it, too bad. It's the truth. Um, you know, they've got stupidity. I mean, the stupidity going on in America and the world today. Nobody in their right mind believes in the masks anymore. Nobody believes in the masks. Only those who have done zero research or are driven by the medical mafia syndicate actually believes in the mask. You would have to be. Now we've got a situation coming out of Merck, another one of these brain-dead pharmaceutical companies that needs to be absolutely eviscerated. you got the CEO says, we're going to go ahead and kill off as many as you can. Now, that's not his exact words, but he's basically trying to get his, his product into as many arms as possible, as if somehow, again, does anybody understand how stupid the vaccine scam is? It's stupid. You have a 99.92% chance of surviving, but you they want to poison you to the point to where you have a 10 to 50% chance of coming down with some long-term physical ailments from their vaccine, not to mention that you're going to get sick as hell just taking the damn stuff. And everybody's like going along with it. It's like, this has to stop. Again, why are we allowing? I'll tell you why. Because you got criminals inside of our governments. But why in the hell would we allow any of these scumbags in the pharmaceutical industry to escape culpability and liability? Listen, nobody needs your product. That's the truth about vaccines. Nobody needs it. I got, a, I got something that is 99.9% survival rate, okay? That basically tells me that nobody dies. In fact, last year, 200,000 fewer people died in America than the year before. This, this, this year, on track this year, 2020, 200,000 people, less people are going to die this year than the previous year and the previous year before that. What's that tell you? Well, gee, by keeping everybody home, okay, yeah, maybe we had a fewer car deaths. Maybe we had fewer other types of deaths. But you know what else it tells us? The medical establishment was denied customers, and they didn't kill a lot of people this year. That's what it told us. Because what this pandemic, scandemic, because it's not a pandemic, it's a scandemic. What it has told us and showed us is that the medical industry is a criminal syndicate. And if you down deep into who is it, you're going to get the same seedy Jewish characters that you got running everything else where we have corruption and utter decay within our systems. You know, I don't understand in a very real way why we can't start to talk about governing ourselves without Jewish influence. We don't need it. It's cancerous. Where do we get to the point that enough of this Jewish nonsense is enough? These guys are complete failures, aside from the fact that they're not failing because they can't stand Americans. They can't stand people on planet Earth. They think they're their own little GDs on Earth. 
And so therefore they can do whatever the hell they want to everybody out there. Now maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. Because I read their books just as much as you guys read their books. We kind of all get what's going on. Nobody's trying to hide everything here. They're open about their hatred of Americans. Jewish people hate America. They hate the American people. They're communists. Communism is Judaism, everybody. That's not me. That's Rabbi Wise from the 1920s, early 19, mid-1920s. Some call it communism. I call it Judaism. Straight as day. There is no difference between Judaism and communism. So if communism is the enemy and Judaism is communism, what's that make Judaism? It's your enemy. And people don't want to see it. That's the problem. They don't want to see it. You've got people shut down. All of middle America can't work anymore. But you know what? Eight of the top ten Jewish oligarchs have increased their wealth by almost a trillion dollars now. You're telling me this isn't a wealth transfer? You know, I saw this story. You guys probably saw it too. The video of this woman out of Los Angeles. She's got something in Sherman Oaks, some eatery, dinery. She's outside. She's built it. Looks nice. It's beautiful. And she's shut down. And then Garcetti approves some massive tent city to be done for some, guess what? A Jewish production company. All right. And she's, she's livid. How dare you? You know, I'm losing everything. My people can't feed themselves. They're losing everything. We're all losing everything. Everything's being taken from us. And Garcetti approves this thing over there. I, I, I can't take it anymore. This type, she's going, well, I can't take it. I can't take it. She never mentioned once. I bet you it never came across her mind that this is basically a wealth transfer from the Goy to the, to the Jews. Nobody sees it. Money, this isn't just about control. It's about control. 100% it's about control. But it's about money too. And of course, money is control. It's about locking everybody down, creating this communist global system where nobody can do anything. And who really, who really in government wants to live under this type of system? Who wants that? Honestly, because if you do, you, you, you know, and you're like thinking you're doing the right thing, you need to really start thinking about what you're doing. Who, who wants that? There's only one way to build a thriving, successful civilization here on planet Earth, and that's through growth. That's what nature teaches you. Study nature. It's so simple. Study nature. If you have abundance, you will have growth. And once you take away that abundance, what happens? Everything starts to die and decay. It's so simple to watch. And if you have too much growth... Guess what? You will over or outstrip your own resources and you will come back into balance because you cannot support yourself anymore. And that's what you have in Africa. The only difference is, is people are saying, well, we Africans are too stupid. With all due respect, we're too stupid. We've killed off the white man in Rhodesia. We're killing off the white man in South Africa. We're essentially making it to where we can't feed ourselves. So, oh, I'm sorry. It's so bad here. Let us all move our entire countries to Europe because we're too stupid to feed ourselves. They're saying the same thing in Ghana. You know what? We need to bring the white guys back. See, here's the thing. You know, reincarnation is what it is, right? And some of us believe in reincarnation. Some of us don't. Uh, I happen to. I think reincarnation is quite valid. 
And I believe that we are reincarnating to that which we are deserved to reincarnate as much as our responsibilities to building human society. So therefore, if we are going to be charged with building human society, we will be put into positions at birth that enable us to do that. That may be the very case of a Donald Trump, for instance. But those equally who are born into positions to destroy humanity are going to be born again into various opportunities to allow them to destroy humanity. And if you're going to be in that case, well, guess what? You're going to become a body and a situation where you can be a psychopath and you're going to get to become Jewish. Hey, what better way than to be taught from day one that everybody's out to get you. So you got to go kill everybody because everybody's out to get you. Then you grow up as a whacked out lunatic and we just call you a Jew. All right, it's, it's frustrating, guys. I'm watching all this stuff go down. It's very, very, very frustrating. Anyways, getting back to this Merck story, you know, he's like, we, we, we're we optimistic uh, because of vaccines. We're only going to have six more months of social distancing and mass because of the vaccine. Oh, give us a break, you moron. There is no need for any of this. No need for any of it. Give us accurate, intelligent, properly done testing. You can't even isolate this damn thing. You might know that a coronavirus is there. You might know that through the PCR test, but I'll tell you what, any idiot, again, any idiot can make anybody have a positive test for coronavirus slash COVID-19. Anybody. It takes the brains of an absolute 15-year-old or 6-year-old imbecile to make people sick with the COVID virus, at least through the testing procedures. You you need zero intelligence to make this happen. Just run the, the PCR test, uh, cycle it 35 times, 40 times, and everybody's going to be COVID-19. Then you got all these cases, and they don't mean a damn thing because you know what? Your freaking PCR system out there, it doesn't weigh one ounce of quantitative value. You don't know how much load is there. And what do you think? Because you got one tiny little strand of DNA, it's going to be able to spread. You guys idiots or what? Again, we have too many freaking idiots making decisions for us. Let me repeat that in case you guys think I'm being wrong here. If you have a PCR test, that PCR test will never test volume. It doesn't test quantitative numbers and you need a particular viral load to make people sick and you will never know that through a PCR test. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. You show us the science that you actually know what the hell you're talking about because this is basic basic science 101 and nobody gives a damn about science anymore because this is all politics. It's dirty. It's driven by an agenda. And people need to understand that. And it starts and it ends with American deep state. Fauci, Burks, the CIA, the Wuhan labs. Everybody talks about how China, 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 China. But we all know this originated in America. The problem we have is the Chinese leadership has zero, zero ethics. Because like Trump said, they could have stopped this in China. They could have stopped it. They actually could have stopped it. They chose not to. They chose not to. But here's the thing about China. 
And here's the funny thing. See, America's Jews, they truly thought that they were going to destroy the United States and they were going to ride the coattails of the Chinese. But the Chinese are thousands of years of history, even longer than the stupid, moronic, jackass, psychopathic Jews. The Jews are con men. They're scam artists. Let's create money out of nothing, loan it out an in interest, and we're going to make all this money, and oy vey, we're going to become so rich. But at the end of the day, it's still a house of cards. And it always comes crashing down, and then Jews get chased out because they're a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of psychopathic morons. They get chased out from city to city to city, to, from province to province and country to country because they, their system sucks. They just repeat. They get really wealthy. Then they get destroyed. But the Chinese aren't going to fall for these idiots. They're going to use the Jews just as much as Jews are trying to use the Chinese. And you know what? The Jews are going to lose against the Chinese. Ultimately, they're going to lose. Which means that we had a bunch of treasonous, garbage, trash Jews destroying our country for what? to curry benefit from the Chinese because the Chinese have all this money that the Jews shifted off to China and then Jews got to make a little bit of extra profit being the mercantile middlemen selling to Walmart and everybody else in the retail value chain. And yet the West is getting destroyed and the idiots doing the destroying, they're not even going to win in the end. They're not going to win. Understand this very clear. Jews are going to lose. They are so desperate now. They're trying to jail anybody that dares question their almighty GD-ness. They were actively destroying any chance to discuss the problems in America. You, do you really understand Jews own 94, 96% of the media in America, and that includes having the most influence over all of the social media out there. And they want to criminalize it by saying that you don't have a right. You just don't have a right to tell, to tell people that Jews control this because that's all a conspiracy theory. Yet they're out there, stupid as idiots, getting all of us banned just to show us that they really don't have any power. I'm like, you know what? If I wanted to create a picture of stupidity from just a common sense realm, I would have to create the Jew because it's insane what they're doing. And people need to wake up to it because right now, all you hear about is China, China, China. But you don't understand much of what you guys do on our listening base, I understand. But the general public out there, let's be honest, folks, they don't understand that China was nothing without an internal enemy, an internal treasonous fifth element block. And that fifth element block, where's the Star of David? And they've got a lot of goy people out there and a lot of black idiots, useful idiots. Low intelligence, low IQ idiots out there that just think because they got a little power now, they can do whatever the hell they want. Gotta ask, where's this all headed? It's the Fed Inside the Eye Live, intelligent media for the political. Actually, it's uh, Inside the Eye, primetime, everybody, back after this.
All right, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Fetch inside the LA Prime Time. Again, we're coming to you from the western city of Jeddah. Jeddah's, I don't know how far down the coast from Jordan, but it's on the Red Sea, uh, south of the Bay of Aqaba. And a nice town. It looks like it's kind of a lively town. I'm hearing the people. you got to be careful with the people down here. It's kind of a, a trader town, meaning trade people that are involved in the uh, You know, it's like a merchant town, in other words. So this was a, a town for years and years that was where the traders would come. Like any other merchant town in any part of the world, you're going to get you will have people from all over the world because it's a trading hub. So you got the Indians here and the Egyptians and the, who knows what else is here. And uh, they're tough people. Sometimes they can be a lot of fun, easy going. They're not like strict and, you know, more proper, if you want to put it that way, as you might find in Riyadh. I happen to like the Riyadh style now. I've gotten used to it. But also I hear it can be a lot of fun to be here in Jeddah. And uh, perhaps I can get out to come enjoy this place again. We've had a pretty good, uh, pretty good, uh, man, man. Okay, we have not been recorded again. Why, 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 why? You know what? To those of you doing the recording out there, I'm going to need all of this effort because it has been just whatever reason, things are just not working. I'm working on a temporary board here. I'm not using my normal production piece. And uh, I did only an hour to try to debug everything, make it work. And uh, okay, (laughs) I didn't do a good job. But anyways, um, I'm going to need the first hour, anybody out there that's doing the recording. We're going to need the first hour. So try to have that ready to go. Uh, Send it to me. I've got, uh, for whatever reason, things keep cutting off here. Again, I'm not using my standard gear. We are on the road, everybody. So it's a road show today. I'll be back in Riyadh uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night, late tomorrow night. And that will give me a little time to rest. And then we'll be back on the air Saturday, uh, Inside the Eye Live, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern to 1 o'clock p.m. And so that should be a, a fun little time. I think we have a guest lined up, too. Let me see. We have a guest. Where's the guest? Where's the guest? Where's the guest? We have a guest. Uh, Bridget. Bridget Dolgoff, I think is who it is. I believe she has a show here on uh, on. Revolution Radio Studio B. I'm I'm not sure, uh, but we're going to bring Bridget on. She's going to talk a little bit about some of her efforts in the political world in Nevada and I guess some of the vaccine issues, health issues. So we're going to bring her on just to to break things up because obviously health and safety and vaccines is kind of on everybody's mind. So we're going to bring Bridget on. Again, I've never met Bridget. I've heard some good things about Bridget, to be honest with you. I understand she had a show that was following mine for a very brief time. Uh, and people told me she was interesting. So um, that's a high praise if people that that tell me that say that. So, okay, guys, we're going to have her on. So I'm looking forward to have her come on again this coming Saturday. So that should be a lot of fun. Bridget, be ready to talk, man, because I'm going to just ask questions and let you go. All right. But that's going to be Saturday, I think, the 12 o'clock hour, if I'm not mistaken. So come check that out Saturday. Anyways, nice day here in Jeddah. I had a great time out tonight. I went out to a French restaurant. Food was okay, guys. It was okay. But I enjoyed. You know, we had to sit out. We didn't have to, but we we sat next to the ocean, right off the ocean. It was protected by glass, so you couldn't really get any 
wind coming through. We had the roof open in certain sections, so you could get a little bit of breeze. You could hear the crashing of the waves as they come in off the rocks. It's not major waves, guys. It's more like to to us Americans, it's puddle waves. You know, it's just kind of like kind of like just little tiny stuff. I don't know, half foot swell, something like that. Nothing, nothing to get excited about uh, from a California point of view. But nonetheless, uh, it's nice after weeks and weeks and months and months in the desert. So anyways, had a great day, great time, and uh, looking forward to getting back to Riyadh to some <laughs> to get my equipment back so I can do a proper show. Chat room is open. It's very quiet today. Um, very, very, very quiet. Not sure why that is, but it's very quiet. Uh, you can visit there, insidetheilive.com. That's insidetheilive.com. Click on the... Uh, Live chat button, and that'll get you in the door. And also, telephone lines is uh, uh, should be open. I think I've got it fixed. I tried to debug everything before the show. That would be at one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's one three two three two seven five one three one four. So essentially, hmm been ranting the first hour hope you've enjoyed <laughs> hope you've enjoyed it um you know one thing i despise about the jewish people and if you don't like my views on this it's okay you, you know i'm not jewish so i'm not gonna eat your head off necessarily i'm not a jew so okay it's okay but i don't like people with uh, two faces people who are unethical. I don't like people who are dishonest, um, who willfully try to deceive and gaslight people. And I just don't like it. Let's see if I can get this call in. From the, I hope so, from the 573 area code. Hi, welcome to Inside the Eye Life. But don't go anywhere. If you can hear me, don't go anywhere. Oh. See? It's like everything stops. Test, test, test. What's the matter with one, two. settings? Audio, one, two. Audio. Can, test, I don't need. This should be test, okay. Test, and speakers should be okay. I'm going to go to a different speaker. Said, hi, welcome to Inside the Eye Live. Uh, you might be live now. Hi, welcome to Inside the Air Life. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're okay now. I had to debug this, but you're okay. Okay, now. except that when I I killed your I killed the stream on my iTunes, so now I killed the recording. Um, <laughs> okay. The, I, I was recording fetch, but it's all discombobulated i'm afraid well uh, uh we we still have the, the zap for grism and we I have sh- others recording I so don't shut it off when you said you were recording and and then i started it again and then my vpn which is really sketchy mm. disconnected me from the network and right. now i'm i've i think i'm well i was recording but there's some kind of symbol on my recorder Indicating something, but I don't know what it indicates because I've never seen that. I think before, I think so, you'd hell, be careful know. because I think it says if you accept this phone call, your device will self-destruct in 15 seconds. So you might want to do something real quick before it self-destructs. Maybe that's the issue. Yeah, it'll start okay. smoking in a few so listen, seconds. I wanted to call with a uh, with a, Han- a Hanukkah news update. 
you know, because oh, it's Hanukkah. Yes, please. I didn't realize Hanukkah's and, already here. Are they allowed to say Happy Hanukkah, or do they have to say Happy Holidays now? Uh, with them, anything goes. I, I see. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry to hear that, because we, we, we're not allowed to say Happy Merry Christmas. We have to say Happy Holidays, but uh, Jews can still say Happy Hanukkah, huh? I'm really worried about the environment, Fetch. Uh, global warming you know, screwing all, things up? Well, all those candles. Oh, it's true. You know what? That's going to cause got eight maybe... eight candles per house, eight candles, one, house, one candle every night, and uh, at least one. Mm. And I don't know how many households there are, but this is not good for the environment. They mm. need to quit doing that. You we know what? You're right. LED, You're right. artificial candles. Yeah, just think of and, all uh, the paraffin wax and the oil we need to make the paraffin wax to make those right. candles it's work. Bad for the environment. You know, you got a point there. I think Jews really probably should stop to look at their well, happy holidays, which, you know, because they can't say Hanukkah anymore. We all get triggered, you know. I mean, it, it just infuriates us because it's so racist by Jews to say that. Uh, so yeah, well, and then the my paraffin. My brother-in-law sells batteries. He sells batteries wholesale, oh, yeah, and we could know. use the bucks right now. So if we could get all these guys on, you know, battery-operated LED candle menorahs, that'd be much better. Yeah, and what do they operate by? If you sneeze because you have COVID nineteen, it lights up. So you try to find like nine Jews with COVID, and then they well, all sneeze in unison or something. Light up. Uh, uh, it, it depends upon how much COVID you, you got, and the, the more the more COVID you got, the the more white the light is. It starts oh. out as a dark gold light, and then it, it gets brighter. Wow, it's kind of like going. Okay, cool. I think that's a great idea. Um, now, also, you know, I was also thinking about the environment where Ali Cortez is concerned. You know, Al- Alexandria. I don't like to call her by her oh. full name. That's stupid. Yeah, MAGA. I heard MAGA means make Alexandria go away. Is that true? Well, it could. It could do. But, you know, I'm really worried about flatulence and what it's doing to the ozone layer. And they're allowed to. Yes, go ahead. Allie's people, I I, I guess she's Puerto Rican. I don't know. She's from New York. I assume she's Puerto Rican. Got Puerto Rican in her? I don't know. I I saw West Side Story. Uh, do we know what what vintage of what vintage of Latino she is, or how much? But I know they eat a lot of beans, okay? And beans cause flatulence. So we need to we need to eliminate the bean crops. There's too many beans in the world, and there's too many beaners. Mm, you know, yeah. And, and if we could if we could get them to eat crickets and worms and stuff like that, then they wouldn't have nearly so much flatulence out in the ozone, you know. Yes, that's true, and I think that's probably true. Gefilte fish, which is not an edible food, anyways, but it certainly puts a big draw on the environment. You know, all the oil we need to to get the trawlers out there to get this gefilte fish. It's really. Uh, again, Jews are just destroying the environment with their lifestyle. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. I, I think you got some points here, Fritz. So, gefilte fish, candles, and beans. We need to eliminate them. Yeah, yeah. They're not good for the, for the community. Yeah, and I think I think if Jews started to make Saint Augustine 
you know, salad, you know, St. Augustine grass because it's really tough and it grows good. I think this would be very beneficial yes. to the Jewish people. I mean, it's rich in... And it also spreads, you know. Yes, it's... St. Augustine grass is kind of like a... a it's it's, it's almost like, a, a predator grass yes, because it's, it takes over, you know, like right. zoysia. Yes, I agreed. And it's kind of like fits Jewish, Jewish, uh, Jewish ideology. It just, it's invasive. It takes everything over. So maybe we should call St. Augustine grass like the official mascot of the Jewish people. <laughs> Or bamboo. You know, bamboo's invasive as hell. Yeah. But uh, I like St. Augustine. But, uh, but anyways, on what's on your mind? Yeah, what's on your mind? Yeah, go ahead. Kind of a, uh, uh, a, a, a lightning round here. Uh, I was watching the local news, and the, a judge in St. Louis just, just removed uh, Kim Gardner. She's the prosecuting attorney in St. Louis who was a George Soros stooge. Oh, and really? She's the one that charged the McCluskeys. She's been removed. The we remember she's, the, yes, absolutely. They removed her they today. Removed, huh? Oh, great. They removed Gardner from the case. I think she should be removed, period. Yes. But there, there, was, a, there was a motion made by the McCluskey lawyer that she was using their case during her recent campaign and they decided that was a conflict of interest and appearance of impropriety. And so she's out, which I thought was a little bit of good news today. Got the George Well, there's Soros. been a lot of interesting good news as of late, you know, even though it looks very dire. I, I actually still, I don't know about you, Fritz, I don't think that they're going to hand the country over to Biden. I don't think that this is going to go down that way. I just don't think so. Uh, well, possible. I... I I, there is a ray of hope, and I, if the if the Supreme Court does what they ought to do, they'll rule they'll rule in favor of the Constitution. Uh, in my opinion, but you know I'm kind of a I'm cynical too because, you know I didn't vote for Trump. I quit voting in '08. I was a gung ho Ron Paul supporter, and I watched how the media assassinated him. Uh, you know, you know, he'd win a primary or come in second and they put his picture at the bottom at the bottom of the list, you know, on TV. You know, they didn't mention his name more than they had to. And we saw them, you know, literally laugh in his face at the at the uh, uh, debates. And um, so I didn't I didn't even vote for him because I knew it was a done deal. So and I haven't voted since. I'm like those Georgia people now who don't want to vote because they think the system's so rigged. What's the point? But I do, I do uh, identify with the the right. You know, even though I was a hippie when I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid, I was a hippie and I was the enemy of the government. And now I'm kind of a conservative and I'm still the enemy of the government. <laughs> so I, I can't win. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. It's difficult for all of us. You know. But uh, okay, that's. I wanted to cover those points with you, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check my recording and see what I got here and piece it together. And yeah, appreciate I'll, it. I'm back to recording. I think I picked it up at four after the hour uh, here. For whatever reason, it cut off again. I never noticed it. So I, I started re again at four after the hour. Hopefully, it'll stay on from here on out. Okay.
Thanks for uh, talking to me. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks so much. And then, uh, guys, if you'd like to call in, one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's one three two three two seven five one three one four. Again, for whatever reason, the virtual the virtual meter here. We have a virtual mixer on the the laptop, and it's just not working like the other one does. All the settings are the same. It's just it's not working. I don't know if it's Windows ten. What the deal is, it was working earlier, and then uh, I unplugged it for something, plugged it back in, and then it's like all the drivers stopped working, and I don't want to reboot the computer because then we're done. It's like that's five minutes. Uh, Anyways, um, guys, it's an interesting time, to say the least. You know, we've got, what, 17 states now in the United States now suing, suing in federal court. Uh, to overturn this election. And imagine, folks, you know, you started with Texas and now you basically have the entire Midwest is now suing Michigan and Pennsylvania, Georgia, who else? Wisconsin also, and Arizona perhaps. I think Arizona actually joined the suit. But suing to overturn this election, to get this thing done right. And that's what needs to happen. We guys, nobody in their right mind Let's be honest, nobody in their right mind who has any shred of integrity, decency, or honesty believes for a second that Joseph Biden took 80 million votes. No way, no how. As I was telling somebody today, look, the guy took 477 counties, only like 16.5% of the counties in the United States, and you're going to tell me that this guy got a total of 80 million votes, even though Trump won the rest of the country? It's a steal. It's a coup d'etat. And in some respects, in some respects, and nobody wants to go down that road because they call it slippery and slidey and all that fun stuff, but if we have the goods, I mean, if we have the facts, physically have the facts, I would not mind doing, I, I don't know. Again, people say, Fetch, be careful how you go down. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind. If I were in power, I know I'm responsible. I would use the power wisely. I would not abuse the power. I would not. And I would I would call a martial law scenario. And I would take these people out. I would take out virtually the entire media networks. I would take out virtually the entire upper management of social media. I would take out the vast majority of those who are quote-unquote doing fact-checking. I would take out all of the ADL. I would take, because the ADL is behind silencing the American people, folks. They are an agent, a criminal agent operating against the United States people. I would take out the SPLC. I would not hesitate if I got the goods. If I have the goods, I would take, I can't trust the FBI. Come on, the FBI in America, folks, they literally, literally have done nothing. They, on their watch, they went in, peaceful people practicing whatever they want on Waco, Texas. It doesn't matter. They're off there doing whatever they want. Burned the whole place down. Killed everybody inside the building. They allowed 9-11 to not just happen, but they covered it up. I mean, folks, they covered it up. Who knows how much of the pedophilia networks in America they've been covering up. Most of the stupid mandates we've had in air travel came from FBI, the FBI, 
doing stupid sting operations where they were basically pulling off the whole operation themselves. And, oh, you got to take off your shoes now because there's the shoe bomber. And those idiots. These people are freaking idiots. Stupid, absolute, moronic idiots. But they're dangerous. They'll kill you. That's what we've learned. They will kill people because they're criminals. I'm going to go out to... uh, uh, Sydney Powell, she was talking to Lou Dobbs, uh, talking about the Chinese putting some $400 million in the, into the Dominion fight. And I think that was matched even further by another $400 million by uh, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. So you're talking just between the Chinese government and Mark Zuckerberg, who is just part of the fifth column and who knows about Twitter equally, almost a billion dollars to control these various states, and to make this whole coup d'etat happen. Think about it. How much money is a billion dollars, and can you just basically buy off the country for a billion dollars? That seems to be the case here. He is one of the highest... Venezuelan television? Yes, Venezuelan television. And he's, he's, he's been one of the leaders of the whole election-stealing project. But keep in mind, Venezuela has been highly influenced by the Chinese. And we know from filings with the SEC and otherwise that the Chinese put $400 million into Dominion only four weeks before the election. And they shared office space with George Soros companies, as well as the leadership of Lord Malik Brown in the, in the UK and Canada. It is a very concerning and troubling and illegal web of conduct that all of which focused on rigging the election in this country. And we're seeing the results in multiple states where we're now identifying specific votes flipped, like in a couple of Georgia counties. In fact, Coffee County, Georgia, just yesterday, I believe, refused to certify the results of the election in Coffee County because... So there you have it. You know, we have a huge amount of money flowing into this election, but none of it, none of it actually for the American people. The vast majority of this was for overturning, really taking over. This isn't overturning an election that we're involved in. What we're trying to do is preserve the election that actually did take place. You know, they keep talking, count only the legal votes. Uh, Let's get to the heart of the illegal votes. Let's deal with those who are involved in this criminality and take them out without prejudice. And that's what really needs to happen. But we are just not seeing it happen yet. Uh, Maybe it's happening behind the scenes, but I would not bank on any of that, to be honest with you. Uh, What else is news? You know, Another thing you should really start talking to your Jewish friends about. What is wrong with them as individuals? What is wrong with them as just, I don't know, stable, rational human beings? You know, we are supposed to kiss Jewish asses. Excuse my language. But it's true. They were supposed to kiss their you-know-whats about everything. We're supposed to tread on eggshells every time a Jew walks in the room. If a Jew's there, you can't say anything because the Jew is a piece of garbage when it comes to free speech. Anything they will, anything that can be used will be used to make a big scene so that they can act like a bunch of five-year-old children, 
make everybody uncomfortable to where the Jew gets his way. And the next thing you know, we got Jew policies again and everything sucks. All right. Wow, we're going into break already. All right, it's the fetch, everybody. Inside the Eye Live, primetime, back after this. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's the fetch, Inside the Eye Live, intelligent. Actually, it's Inside the Eye, primetime. Uh, we are on a road show today. We are coming to you from the east western province, not the western province really, but the western city, uh, port city of Jeddah in along the Red Sea of Saudi Arabia, actually staying over the night just to get the show in, just felt it might be important to try to get the show in. So we're actually staying the night, uh, we'll be leaving tomorrow after I wake up after noon. Uh, usually I sleep because I get to bed like at five in the morning after the show and then I'll sleep usually till about 11. I uh, get up, shower, pack up, and then I'm going to basically check out and get out of here. So uh, we are staying over really literally just to get your show in today. So I hope you appreciate it's a little bit, a little bit discombobulated, a lot of technical issues with the mixer for some reason. I can't get everything to work. And uh, don't have these problems with the other machine, but for whatever reason on this machine, things just aren't working so well. So it is what it is, but uh, hopefully those of you who do the backup recording, if you can get me that recording uh, right after the show so I can get this posted so I can get to sleep, because uh, it's going to be a, it's a getaway day tomorrow. i got to travel tomorrow, so guys, I appreciate anything you can do. Telephone lines, if you'd like to call in, it's going to be a little bit loud because I, I can't, can't get the mixer to work properly. But uh, call in if you'd like, 323-275-1314. That's 1323-275-1314. All right. Interesting developments, you know, lately. We've had Jerry, uh, Tom, what's the guy's name? Tom Swalwell or something. Anyway, I know Swalwell. Uh, the guy is a super rabid anti-gun guy coming out of California. Uh, he's lost uh, some of his uh, leadership positions. He's been kind of terminated from all his leadership positions in the in the Congress. He's been caught basically screwing a Chinese, apparently appears to be, he was basically screwing some Chinese gal, uh, spy basically. Um, Diane Feinstein today is uh, stepping down as uh, on the on the board of for the. Uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee, or the chair of the Senate Ju- Judiciary Committee, uh, K- Kamala Harris has yet has yet to resign as a senator. So apparently, she's not all in yet with the Biden ticket. Uh, we're still waiting for her to resign. Uh, let's see. Go out. Let's go out to the three one four area code. Hi, welcome to Inside the Eye Live Prime Time. Hey, Fetch, it's Art. Art, hi, welcome. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing hey, good. Hey, I was curious. Is it, this is the first time you've been out of Riyadh in a long time, isn't it? Mm, yes, it is, at least as far as doing a show. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we were talking. You, you haven't been home either, have you, in like no. 10, 11 months, or That's am I correct. wrong? That's correct. No, I haven't been back since uh, January of last year. I left January the 8th, to be exact, flew back to Riyadh, and then I stayed for just a week and a half or two. Then I flew out to Los Angeles. And then into Las Vegas, did the SHOT Show, which is canceled this year. Uh, so they're not going to have the SHOT Show, if you guys are familiar with the SHOT Show. So I was there, and then uh, flew home, and that's it. I had a, I had a trip. You've been there ever since, man. I mean, that's, I know you do business there, but that's that's dedication, man. I mean, yeah, they wouldn't let you leave. Unfortunately, you haven't seen your wife. Well, your they let you leave. No, they let you. Months. 
Yeah, they let you leave, but they won't let you come back, which means you lose your job. So what uh, would yeah, you do? So you couldn't and, go back. And I can, no, even the borders are closed. It doesn't matter. You can only go back to your home country right now. That's how the system is played. You're only allowed to expatriate, repatriate back to your home countries. So if you're not a resident of a country, you are not allowed to travel to that country. That's kind of how the international system is working right now. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. So, uh, hey, everybody out there, give give this guy a big hand because we do appreciate you. And, you know, uh, what would we do without you? You know, you're, <laughs> you know you're what, our Mike, source of news. You're the best source of news around. You know, my colleague, we were talking over dinner today. We had a great meet. You know, we had some very nice meetings today. Thank goodness, you know, we had a good day today. And... uh you know, we're over dinner. It's a, a exclusive French restaurant, and I'm not buying, guys. He's I'm not that rich, but he's treating me. And he, we were talking about the radio show because he agreed to pay for two hotel tickets for the night for himself and me, so that we could get the show in. I mean, that's I mean, literally, uh, this is this is a four, it's like a four hundred and some odd dollar night just to get the show in. And he said, it's okay, Dennis, I'll pay. Don't worry, we'll, we'll stick around. So we were talking about the show tonight, Art, and he said to me, you know, your audience must really like what you do. And I said, why? He said, because you really do, because he knows me very well. He says, you really do broadcast from wherever you can, and it's like you're always somewhere. Uh, and so, yeah, doing the show tonight, I told him tonight's the first time I'll be doing a show from Jeddah, you know. And so, yeah, we were talking about that ourselves tonight, Art, over dinner today, just, you know. All these different yeah, things but, I do. You know, hey, we we really appreciate you, you know. And I'm sure everybody uh, thinks the same thing. And, you know, you're such you're so dedicated and we love you, man. Thank you, man. I'll been a tough time. All right, thanks so much. That's art, everybody. You know, it's been a difficult, difficult time mm -hmm. for yours truly out there because, honestly, it's very stressful being cut off uh, from family, cut off from... That what you really love to do, cut off from basic, and it's not just me, guys. You know, so many people around the world in this situation. I'm not the only guy, and uh, I don't want to make a big, big case about it, it. But it is stressful. I'll just be honest; it is stressful. Uh, the Saudi government has been so generous, and and to their guests here, uh, seriously, they have been very courteous. Uh, you can't say enough about them, even in their dealings with this COVID crisis. You know, we talk and we're not, we're not on the inside. You know, we don't know the decision making going in. You know what I mean? But, you know, they said some people tell me, I said, you know what, Dennis, this thing is so big. Um, my impression is our my government, because they talk about it as their government, says my government is just going along because they have to. They got to show that they're supporting the team, you know, this international team. But we don't believe that they're all that into it. And uh, it appears to be that way, to be honest with you. But I'll tell you, Jeddah isn't nearly as good as Riyadh and how they're dealing with this crisis out here. You've got restaurants here, right? Fast food restaurants. Uh, kind of like the one one restaurant's called Al Baik. Al Baik. They've got fresh, fresh chicken. It's it's quite a good roasted chicken, not fried chicken, but a roasted chicken, which is basically fried in high pressure, you know, a high pressure environment. It's actually a delicious chicken. 
And you got people standing outside because they don't want to allow so many people inside. And, you know, we went to an Albake today. I said, what are we waiting? It wasn't Albake. It was another restaurant, a Saudi name called Altazic. And they've got a, you know, it's kind of like another Kentucky Fried Chicken type outfit, right? Just want to get a grab quick lunch today. And it's like we're standing outside like a bunch of idiots. I'm like, why are we standing outside for this freaking stupid company? Seriously, why are we doing that? Let's go. And he's like, okay, okay, finally, we he agreed. Because why, why would anybody stand outside to appease a bunch of knucklehead morons who really don't have a clue what's going on in the real world? Look, you know, okay, if you want to stand outside like an idiot and line up hoping to get inside to get some food from these guys, but you got to be, come on, man. That's a, I know that's a that's a Joe Biden phrase, but come on, man, what are you doing? Seriously, leave these people. If that's how they're going to treat you, don't stand outside like some beggar waiting for something to be tossed your way. Get the go on, move on, go home, take, make a sandwich or something. Why are you wasting your time, literally, like some criminal? homeless, uh, not even criminal, but some like some homeless guy outside begging, hoping to go inside because nobody wants you to come inside because you smell so bad. I mean, come on, man. I, what's the matter with these people? I, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I got a Al Bake, you know, n- near me at the hotel here. And I look down from my window and they're sitting there like four, five, six, seven people lined up outside because <laughs> give us a break, man. Seriously. I look at this stuff and they, you know, everyone's wearing their mask. I'm like, give us a break, man. Come on. It's like, you know, some people, they just want to feel important and they want to wear what they can because, oh, look at me. I'm part of a big solution. But no, it's really not so bad here, guys. It's really not. It's just Jeddah, I find, to be not as good as uh, Riyadh. I'll tell you what. Everywhere there's a line in Riyadh, I don't give them my business. I just don't give them my business. Uh, no need for it. Folks, just move on. Look, if, if it's a fast food chain and they want to treat you like that, don't bother. Just don't bother. All right. You know, before the break, again, telephone lines, if you'd like to call in 323-275-1314, that's 1323-275-1314. You know, going into the break... We were talking about Jewish sentiments, Jewish mentality, and the war, the cultural war that we've been witnessing for really over a decade, two decades, actually even longer than that, probably two decades, yeah, at least two decades. And I'll give you an idea. I used to have a manufacturing company back in the day. I wasn't so successful. I was successful in what I did, but you know, we lost money and I'm not proud of that part of it, right? But, you know, we did some things that grew into something that ended up being very, very, very big and still employs many hundreds of people to this day. And so I look back at those days and even back in the early 1990s, when I was sending out business Christmas cards, we were already back in the early 1990s trying to remove Christmas from Christmas. And we would say happy holidays, you know. I would always make sure the cards said happy holidays. And that was more because I was kind of rebelling back then. I was kind of into the new age stuff. You figure this is early 1990s. Through the early 1980s, I had become very adept at certain things within you could call the occult world 
and uh, had developed my sixth sense very, very well, was quite attuned to a lot of things. In fact, interesting story about me. I was at a trade show, uh, the Natural Supplement and Health Trade Show, something like that. It's a huge, huge show for vitamins, minerals, and things like that. This was back in 1996, and they would have traveling people going around, you know, like every other trade show, and one of those was doing the Curlian, the Aura Photographs. And I remember they took a photograph of me, and it was pure violent. Now, those of you who know about this stuff, okay, imagine somebody, you meet somebody pure violent with three gold, not gold, but three bars, basically like uh, shooting straight out of your crown going, so literally like it's, and so they're like looking at, who are you, man? You know, it's, it's who are you? And uh, what could I say? You know, who are you? And so... um they they told me it looks like you're getting a direct download of something, and that's back when I was working on the Assisian code. So, you know, I had back then I was like, you know, not so much into Christmas, but into the holidays, right? So this is 1991, 92, 93. Now fast forward, and it's like you can't even talk about Christmas. It's almost as if they're even telling you cancel Christmas this year. You got to cancel Christmas. Do you think the Jews are canceling Hanukkah? Have you heard Jews one time say, we must cancel Hanukkah this year? Have you heard one time a Jew say, we got to cancel Hanukkah? I bet you never heard it, did you? And why is that in some respects? Really, why? Why have Jews not talked about canceling Hanukkah? I would like to know. But then you got this Jewish punk, this sleazebag criminal, as far as I can tell, district attorney coming out of Michigan. And her name is, I think, Nestle. Nestle. She's a Jew. And she's responding to President Trump wishing attendees at a Georgia, Georgia rally a, a Merry Christmas and reminding them that he had stated years ago that Americans would again use the phrase proudly despite those who would try to take the word out of the vocabulary. Well, Michigan Democrat Attorney General Dana Nestle issued a tweet later she deleted it, in which she claimed her son had been devastated when an employee at a store wished them a Merry Christmas. Now, now really, seriously, I'm going to look at a Jew as what? I, I don't even know how to describe the absolute childish, sick, psychopathic, whacked out, moronic nature of a Jew when you're, you're, you're claiming you're devastated. Really? Really? You're devastated? Your poor little punky little child is devastated because somebody said Merry Christmas? Yet we got to listen to you idiots in the Jewish community talking about Happy Hanukkah every freaking year? And you put your garbage little black magic candle stuff all around our country and you're devastated. Your little poor precious little boy is devastated. He should be railroaded out of our country, sent back to Israel where he can basically become one of the goy, one of the chosen ones and get the hell out of our country then. Seriously, can you imagine being so vain? so full of your pompous little garbage jackass mentality that you're going to tweet out, oh, my son was devastated. Well, if he's devastated, what does that say about Jewish parents? Seriously. 
If that kid is devastated, what does that tell you about the parents of a Jew? Man, what sick, twisted people Nestle must be if her child is devastated. How about you learn to have some tolerance, you freaking idiots? You little psychopathic morons. Seriously. All you Jews do is preach to us about tolerance, tolerance, tolerance. Somebody says Merry Christmas to you and you're going to sit there and whine about being devastated? But you want to talk about tolerance? You don't give a damn. That's the problem about Jews. They don't give a damn about tolerance. Jews only give a damn about what you're going to get. They're going to get from you and steal from you. According to this story, Nestle tweeted that after her son asked her if they were the only Americans who didn't celebrate Christmas, she told them, no, and we are just as American as everyone else. Well, no, you're not. That's the point. You're a Jew. You're not American. Because American is itself a mindset. America is a spiritual ideal. It has to deal with freedom of speech. You don't support that, Miss Nestle. It has to deal with idea. It has to do, do with ideals of uh, freedom of association. But you don't support that, Miss Nestle. You're a Jew. It has to deal with ideas of liberty and freedom, of taking personal responsibility and not have some idiot sitting there in the government telling you when you can go to the bathroom, when you have to wash your hands, when you're allowed to go outside, who can play in somebody else's yard. That's not American, Miss Nestle. That's Jewish. So don't even begin to think that true blue or red-blooded Americans would buy that you're telling us that you're American because you're not. Absolutely not. And it's clear as day. President Trump is right. Put it back in the vocabulary, whether you like it or not. Put it in. Just put it in, just to piss off these little arrogant, snot-nosed, literally putrid people that want to claim that somehow their children are devastated. Do you realize how stupid these people are? And it's, when are you going to start calling it for what it is? Quoting here, and it's always the same with a Jew. They're freaking idiots. Attorney General Dana Nessel kicking off her Democratic nominating convention by comparing President Trump to Adolf Hitler. So basically, guys, we're all just little Nazis, and that means that Jews are declaring war against all of us. Isn't that what Nessel is saying? Isn't that what the Jewish people are saying? They're literally declaring war on the American people. After all, what did they do with Hitler? They declared war on the German people. What did they do to the German people? They goaded the entire world to fight against Germany. And in the end, even though the war was over, they still managed to kill off another 14 million Germans, even after hostilities had long finished. So what does that tell you about Jews today? If they're calling you little Nazis and little little Hitler lovers and followers of Hitler and nationalists, and, and not nationalists, but white nationalists and anything else they call you. They're telling you they're at war with you. They're telling you that they despise you, that they want to abuse you, that they want to destroy you. Get your freaking heads around this concept for once. They're not here to be your friend. They are here to suck your country dry, let it turn into a socialist welfare state that they control, and the rest can just flutter away and die like chafe in the wind. Because that's what they have in mind for the American people. So that's kind of how this all works, guys. We are talking about an absolutely fringe lunatic culture 
that's getting triggered now. Oh, my poor baby's triggered because somebody said Merry Christmas. Man, I'd say Merry Christmas to that guy every day. Hi, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Everybody should walk up to that kid and say Merry Christmas. Devastate the hell out of the person. Can you imagine getting devastated over something like that? And if he whines, I said, are you going to say Happy Hanukkah tomorrow? No, you're not. Just say straight up, no, you're not, because I'm devastated. And if you want to play that game, it's time for Jews to shut the hell up. Stop talking, because anything a Jew says is devastating us. It's offensive. It's arrogant. I'll tell you. All right, last thing I want to get to here, and we've been saying this for a long time, and you guys know that because you've been listening to me for quite some time. And one of this is the idea that we are facing what is essentially a color revolution. And a color revolution is, you know, basically overthrow of a government. And it's getting out there, finally. Tucker Carlson, after basically making a fool out of himself and losing like 40% of his audience, is coming back a little bit into the fold. And here is a guy talking to a gentleman by the name of Beatty about how there are ominous similarities between a color revolution and those tactics that are being used to oust, really, a sitting president who 80-some-odd million Americans came out to vote for. Again, it must be remembered, the American people delivered. They delivered. It's now time for the Trump and his people to equally deliver. It's time for the governments to deliver. The GOP is nowhere to be found. Why? Because they are part of the treason that is ongoing in this ongoing coup d'etat. The Democratic operatives, including some who testified during the impeachment proceedings, are adopting the same tactics that U.S. intel agencies use to start so-called color revolutions in places like Ukraine. Darren Beatty joins us tonight to explain. Darren, thanks so much for coming on. So, for our viewers who are not familiar with the color revolutions in Eastern Europe, State as clearly as you can what you think is going on right now in this election. What's the end game for Democrats? Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, many have described the actions taken against Trump as a coup. And this is certainly correct, but it's a little bit general and vague. What's unfolding before our eyes is a very specific type of coup called the color revolution. It's a regime change model favored by many in our national security apparatus, particularly against Eastern European countries to overthrow target regimes that they don't like. One model, which is not the color revolution model, is purely sending a bunch of troops into a country and removing by military force a leader you don't like. That's like the Iraq model. Right. The color revolution model is a little bit more delicate and subtle. It has several characteristics, but the chief characteristics of it is a combination of an engineered contested elections scenario combined with massive mobilized protests, which they call... It's not only the same strategies and tactics used against Trump that is used against Eastern European dictators that our national security apparatus doesn't like. It's literally the same people who are color revolution professionals who have a long history of using these same tactics against foreign leaders they don't like to use against democratically elected President Donald Trump. It's the same people 
using the very same playbook. Now, I'd like to talk about one of the key figures in this operation, a nexus point not only between color revolutions overseas and the color revolution against Trump, but a nexus point between lawfare and mass mobilization and so-called peaceful protests. This is a man by the name of Norm Eisen. Norm Eisen is a key legal hatchet man, Democrat operative, former Obama ethics czar, believe it or not. And, and there you have it, guys. Even Tucker Carlson is starting to understand and get people on that understands. America is in the throes of a coup d'etat. It's the Fetch, everybody. Thanks for listening from Jeddah. Uh, kind of a fun show. See you guys Saturday back in Riyadh. Good night, everybody.